You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the first official episode of the Batman Book Club, a podcast that explores the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. You can follow the Batman Book Club on Twitter at TheBatmanBC. You can also email for questions, comments, reviews, recommendations, or anything Batman at all at TheBatman at TheBatmanBC at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Lauer underscore Ryan, Lauer spelled like lower. Now, for the first official episode, I'll be talking about a classic Batman story, but I can't do it alone because that wouldn't be really interesting for anybody. So joining me from across the Metropolis Bay is Peter Vera. Hey, Pete. Hey, Ryan. How are you? I am swell, my friend. So swell. Thank you for being the first guest on this uh, major project that I've just started and don't know if I'm in over my head or not. I didn't know you had a Twitter account. I'm oh, gonna, it is. It is created. You. I didn't know. I, I, uh, I'm slacking. Running. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah. I needed to. I needed to make sure that I had this up and going before I said anything because it'd be totally embarrassing to the nine people that know I'm on Twitter uh, that I'd say, "Oh, it's up and going," and then it's not up and going. So, well, Dude. I think this is the perfect way to get it up and going. Episode one, Batman Year One. Episode one, uh, where Batman it all Year began. One. Yes, where it all began. Now, Pete, you and I, we've known each other for a few years. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if I know anybody or I'm close with anybody who reads comics as much as you do, especially Batman comics. So it was kind of no question thinking about, I would like somebody, one of the bat boys from Batman on film, which is where we met, uh, to come on, who would it be? And it was you because we both, I think joined Batman on film, like around the same time, maybe three ish years ago. Yeah. I believe you, you, you beat me to it. You started first. Did I? Yeah, you definitely. You were okay. you, at least by like six months. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. Oh, I know that you've been doing covering the the current detective comics back with the uh, rebirth. Yes, the Tynan runs. I was doing the Tynan on that book, and leading into Tom and Z, which has been uh, yeah up and down, really. Yeah, yeah. And I've kind of just – I started in on uh, All-Star Batman Run that was written by Scott Snyder. And then I've been lucky enough to just kind of hop on a bunch of miniseries uh, and some special books and stuff like that, including like Sean Murphy's The White Knight and the currently – Yeah, Curse of the White Knight, Harleen and all this, all this stuff, which has been fun. So, hey. All right. So I want to ask you first, before we dive in, though, what was your favorite Batman story? So my favorite Batman story, I mean, there's so many. My overall favorite is um, Long Halloween. I really like that one a lot. Um, Sale and Loeb really stand out to me creatively. I love Dark Victory. Um, it's one of my – the two of them together are like my favorite story ever. <laughs> and then there's – you know, the Nolan stuff is so heavily influenced from those two books as well. And – uh it's just it kind of comes full circle at some point because I love you know begins in year one. There's a lot of similarities and things, mm-hmm. and it's 
just that whole like era and origin of just and the fact that year one is so simple you know because probably when i started yeah. probably i probably was drawn mostly to like long halloween and then that's when you make you know you make that transition it leads to like one thing and because like nolan was happening at the same time it all kind of like gels together so it's all one thing but it's just yeah I mean, year one's great because of how it starts and how it sets everything up and how simple it is. And it's like, it's what, and honestly, it's like four issues. I mean, I'm looking at a trade here, but mm-hmm. it's like a four issue story and it's not crazy. It's not over wordy. And it's well, just, just it's such a great starting hop- point. Yeah. So let's just hop right into that, that it was initially released as a four issue story in the Batman monthly book uh numbers 404 through 407 and from february to may of 1987 it was initially supposed to be like a single volume story because when uh frank miller had signed on with dc to do the dark knight returns in 86 he in his contract it said that he was in a sense going to kind of revamp the origin story and so he wanted he wanted it to be a single volume story again but denny o'neill who was the editor at the time had said that Batman's sales were kind of slumping and that they needed they needed something and because of the of crisis it reset storylines for heroes so he convinced uh Miller that this should be this should help this should go into the the monthly title and be serialized so they brought in David Mazzucchelli who also worked with Frank Miller at Marvel for his acclaimed Daredevil run in which and this artwork is so simple the editor as well like you know yeah the story itself yeah exactly so they they have the the initial launch of of four issues. It's been obviously collected in multiple trade paperbacks. It's been in multiple hardcovers. It's been released in an absolute edition. Uh, I have, of course, you do. I I <laughs> not the absolute. It's oh, really? something that I want. Yeah, because I feel like they they really it's like eighty bucks and for the story, which is fine. And they inside of the the big slipcase they have two two other books and one is year one in the original like newspaper copy the original coloring and all that and then the second book is in, like the updated recolored version so you're kind of getting two in one but it's still kind of hard to How justify do they that look? pretty different it's, it's really uh, because noticeable. I I couldn't justify yeah really noticeable. Uh, if you look up online, you can see – if you look up like reviews on Amazon for it and stuff, uh, people have posted uh, side-by-side pictures of like their, their – of the absolute editions themselves and then also know. from their original copies that they have up against and compare. And it does look, look different in – I don't know. My interest is there. I, I'd really like it, but it's hard. Uh, maybe one of these days I'll sell a kidney. And I'll have some extra funds, and I'll just I'll buy the absolute edition. You're going to splurge on it at um, some point. You know you are. <laughs> I was very close to doing it for this. Very close. But I was, I don't know, an adult and said no for some reason. But I have a trade paperback version. What version do you have? I have a, I have a hardcover version of the book with kind of like that half flap jacket. And then I actually have yeah. uh, first printings of 404 through. Like, I have it. No, no I do. Way. Yes, I do. Uh, Main Street Comics in Milltown, New Jersey. Um, he's, he's great. And uh, no, I do. I, ha- I, have, I, have the, I have Batman Year One. <laughs> it's, uh, I've never, 
I've never actually read the books themselves. I just wanted them. So I just, I have my reader's copy, which is what I use for reference for today's show. But uh, no, I I have them. And it's, Uh I look at the covers a lot and it's great because they're, like I said, it's, your one is so simple, but it's so grand. Like even the covers themselves, like it's like, I'm looking at part two and it's the cover's purple and Batman's purple and there's a bat and he's, it's literally, you just see like his face and it's his, his cape is round as well. It's, it's everything about it is so simple, but it's so classic. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's such a great way to start. And then, and then it's like something like part three is like Brennan and his men in, in the old warehouse, you know? And you're like, what is yeah. this? And then you get to that scene and just, oh, and it's, I can't, I mean, I can't, <laughs> it's just, it's like one of the best parts. It's one of the best Batman things ever because it's like right there on the get go. It's like he has no gadgets. He's got like what? Three darts and his, his heel toy. You know, he doesn't have his belt. He's uh-huh. half broken already. <laughs> it's like his third night out. So it's, it's, it just defines who the character is, you know, as I flip through the book and I'm watching it animated. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's such a perfect representation. No, it's great, but it's You're such surrounded. a perfect representation of what Batman is. You're immersed so in your one right now. I have been upset about having to redo this. You know, just revisit it. And it's just – and the animated movies done so well and they do subtle things differently. But they're still – it's still amazing. It's still true. It's almost page for page. But like you put the two of them together and it's yeah. the impact, you know, like – and they did a good job um, replicating what's it, the artist. Like, can, now I can't say his name because I got a tongue twister. They just they Mazzucchelli. honor Mazzucchelli's artwork so well within the animated movie. And it's from everything from like Flask getting his butt kicked to, you know, the rooftop scene at the end with, the you know, Gordon's just like, I got a front. It's like, ugh. and then that, that goes back to begins, you know, with the Joker card at the end of that movie. And you're just like, ugh. they picked the best parts. I mean, there's so much. I mean, so let's, yeah, I'm just, I just nerded so out. The, there. <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, I, we don't necessarily have to stick like in a linear order either or anything, but I know that like the story. So you've already said something about like in a way how it's simple. And I get that. And I totally understand that part because basically it's a four issue story that's just giving Batman a, an origin. His first year from when Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. arrives back in Gotham his first year creating the character of Batman and suiting up and, and all of that in which the kind of the core elements of Bob Kane and Bill fingers, original vision of the character are there. They're just expanded upon Christopher Nolan for Batman begins did something I didn't think could be possible. And like, it made me interested in what Bruce Wayne did mm-hmm. when yeah. he left Gotham until he came back because Miller in an uh, interview I'd seen, He'd said that like he wasn't interested in that. He thought that that was boring. So that's why the story picks up as or kicks off mm-hmm. as Bruce is returning to Gotham. And so I was kind of I was kind of on board with that too. I think in reading it uh, for my first time. But yeah, in Batman Begins, I became you know interested and in the character the of Bruce and was interested yeah. in in what he did overseas. That's what makes the, that's what makes that trilogy uh-huh. so great. Is it exactly. makes you care more about Bruce than Batman. But I mean, just uh, mm-hmm. go on. I'm sorry. So let's just uh, no. You're you're good. Uh, do you just want to go through summarize the like beginning to end real quick? Just highlight uh, certain uh, oh, things. Oh yeah, I mean, I your could... favorites or how do you want to? Because ever everybody's read year one. Anybody that's listening to this, 
They've yeah, read your I mean, work. Come on, you and if to, not, what are you, you doing? To. So like some of my favorite parts of the book are are like Flass and Gordon. Like I love their dynamic because it's like in in the book, like Gordon is basically he, he's he ratted a cop out in Chicago, so he had to transfer to Gotham essentially. And then he gets stuck into a place even worse than when he was. And it's like he's like, I can't do this again, can I? You know, and like in the book, Flass is even worse. You know, he's drinking in the car. <laughs> That's like they didn't do that in the animated movie. Um, I found that interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I always love when Bruce puts on the scar and walks down to uh, Old Town, so to speak, right? And Selena, and, and I, I, the coloring in that, in mm-hmm. that, in those scenes are so interesting. The pinks and just seeing Holly Robinson—that's always great. And that first, like that first close call, you know, he's like first night out, he's trying something. He puts the yeah. uh, the scar on, and he almost gets he gets caught, and he almost dies in the first night. And that's interesting. And that's kind of relatable, I guess, to like the scarecrow scene and begins, right? In a sense. Like just because, you know, year one is mm-hmm. just – it's so heavily entrenched in that movie. When he tr- gets information out of Skeevers, you know, like how – this big, you know, drug kingpin, whatever it is, working for Falco or for under – I guess he's through Flask for – uh, uh, what's his name? Commissioner Gill. Gil, was it? Yeah. And, oh. you know, just how he intimidates him. Like that's one of the favorite parts or one of the subtle things is just like in the animated movie where they excelled at this, where there's like one of the little changes is when Gordon questions Dent about being Batman, Batman's outside the building crawling back in through the window in the book, he's hiding behind a desk. So like in the movie, they, you know, they flipped the script and they made it better. So that's like, it's so much fun to revisit both of these because of the slight differences. And that's what I really appreciate about the movie and the book. And those are a lot of my favorite scenes. I mean, I, and I mentioned the rooftop scene at the end. I mean, there's so many, there's so many good ones. I mean, there is the whole all four issues. It's t- it's tough to put. Like, what about when I just when, uh, when he says saves Gordon say kid, Gordon's kid diving off the bridge in broad daylight, and he's mm-hmm. like, and Alfred's mm-hmm. like. Do you want the suit? And he's like, not in the day. And then he's just like, that, that's pulled right out of Dark Knight. And the, right when he jumps in the Lamborghini, not, in the, not, in the, not very subtle. You know, it's like, there it is. It's, yeah. it's influences come out again in the trilogy. And you're just like, oh, man. And it just it just reeks of just history and honor. And it's just great. It just is. There's so much to talk about. And the fact that it's not really about a villain. It's about him. You know, the Joker shows up at the end, right? You know, I think it's just really smart in the sense of it's showing two characters that are living in a sense parallel lives, and that like the way that Bruce and Gordon both start kind of at the same point. I mean, the the first page is both of them arriving in Gotham, and if anything, that's just kind of the tip off that it's gonna. It's not just Bruce's story. This is a you know, two man story, if not almost more so Gordon's story. I think it's pretty split, even like down in the middle, um, half and half. But it's not like hitting you over the head with its explanation of, in a sense, how corrupt Gotham is. You know, it's it's subtle. It's one line. Like it's it's not Loeb, Commissioner Loeb speaking in a long monologue explaining whatever. It's just, I mean, it's as quick as you know the second page. 
when Flask, just as bad as Welcome to Gotham, Jimmy, it's not as bad as it looks, especially if you're a cop. And that's so Cops well got it made in, in Gotham. Movie too. It's so and then they good just kind of, when Flask says that line. And then it's just like, okay, that's the seed that's planted. And then you're just kind of, as you progress page by page, you are kind of seeing that like, oh yeah, this is a, like, and like this is a shithole. <laughs> Gordon's oh, got it, and you mentioned that bad. opening scene. And it's funny because like Bruce is coming in through the plane from the plane, and he's like, "It's no way to be here. I should be down on the ground, seeing this, seeing the city." And like Gordon's like, "Man, coming in on the train stinks. This is no way to come into this town." So like <laughs> they're doing the yeah. opposite. They're doing opposites, but yeah. doing the same thing, and it's just they're parallel in the relationship. If anything, it symbolizes what's coming. Yeah, as the story progresses, it's Gordon fighting how this corrupt system is working as Bruce is trying to figure out how he can work outside of the law. Ultimately, both of them have like similar hurdles, but like you'd said with some of the, you said with Gordon and Flass, I, I love that relationship for yeah. like the wrong reasons. But when, when Gordon the best gives it to Flass, <laughs> you feel for him when he gets attacked outside of his car Obviously, because how it's set up, like a couple panels beforehand, you know that this is all Flass and Loeb setting this up. And then by by the issue's end, Gordon is still bloody and beaten up. And he, he tracks down where Flass is, even gives him the bat as a handicap, and then just beats his ass. It's great how Gordon is always like, tied up and naked in took the down green beret. <laughs> you know? He's such a, he's yeah. such a badass in the movie. Yeah, in, just in, like, in the book and in the movie. And it's great. He is in like the fir- the first issue's end in which on Gordon's way of on his drive to go kick Flass's ass, he passes Bruce yeah. who just got his ass kicked. And it and that first issue ends with like the infamous Yeah. The and infamous. The best bell part ring. about that is <laughs> the book is the best interpretation because Ben McKenzie he he's not very good in year one, <laughs> I don't think in the animated movie so it kind of falls flat he doesn't i don't think he's the best batman anything but um it's great to just like as you flip through and you just see it the bat shining through the window and just yeah. the bell and how he talks about alfred and the gifts and it's just it's amazing his father it's just it symbolizes everything you know like that's what like year one represents everything the character is you know it's so grounded you know it it's mm-hmm. not super villains He's still fighting street level crime, you know. Like mm-hmm. Carmine Falcone's the worst part about the book, you know. Like he's the worst guy in it, and then introduces Catwoman in a way, and that's great. That movie on the rooftop is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says; it never happened on a boat. It's it's almost as if it was just their plan was to introduce all of these characters, and like Miller's like, okay, I'm done because everything that came after this was expanded upon which was the intention, but it's like Miller didn't necessarily come back and revisit any of these uh, characters, you know? No, it's just, it's weird how this is also tied. It, this is the origin for the dark Knight returns Batman. You know, it's like this whole, it's, it's year one. Yeah. is Like the beginning of Batman. It'll always be in year. It would always be the first year of Batman. you know, like it'll always be the origin to me. Like, I don't care what anybody says about anything else. Like it, it'll always be the gold standard. Mm hmm. So it's yeah. just, it's funny how it's, even though it's it's shared with like two universes too like that's the impact that it has I know it's Miller and it's his stuff but like Year One is so great that it splits it splits the multiverse. It's I mean good because they kind of realize we can't have <laughs> Year One's got to be the starting point for this for Batman 
I mean, it's unanimous that, that pretty much people prefer mm-hmm. this as being the origin. I mean, if, I guess I guess if I'd have a complaint of the story, and this is just like a personal preference, I don't like the fact that Miller wrote Gordon into cheating. I think that just Ashley. shows Gordon's humanity. It doesn't, you know that. Yeah, and I mean, like I get it, but it's almost just kind of like made Catwoman a prostitute, and you're going to uh, complain about <laughs> that, like. <laughs> I mean, how much or how little she does is totally up to your imagination, okay? Because we don't see anything. A little bit more evident. But we do, I guess, get the point. In which she makes a she makes a dramatic jump from if Long Halloween is supposed to continue this story. Like she changed her ways pretty fast from well, year I think one to the Long Halloween. Was a more lucrative career for her. It's definitely worked out. Yeah, well, but you know, you got to start somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a Gordon's such a good guy that it, I guess for me, just I don't know, being a prudent, just maybe a little. Eh, yeah, I, I wish that that didn't happen. I didn't necessarily need it, but time, especially rereading like it for this, it, it didn't bother me as much. Yeah, it didn't bother me as as much as it had in the past. So it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. But I just wish that it didn't happen. However, that's like a one negative amongst so many positives. Like Batman, I, I I actually do love the fact when he gets his he gets his ass kicked in the suit when he tries to take out the the guys yeah. that are stealing TVs and stuff Lucky on like the fire escape. Why is it though? It's because he's trying to save one of them. He won't let go of his ankle, and then it yeah. kind of backfires because it, exactly. But I mean, that's Batman's character too. So I know I like some people can think that Miller went a little crazy, like especially like with his All Star Batman and Robin version Batman, like big brick a hole Batman. But like that's such a jump from how the characters introduced, like in this version. Like this that's such a small thing, but it it just adds depth. Yeah, it adds so much depth, I think, to it in like mm-hmm. a simple couple panels. Well, a couple oh, actions you know, like, in a couple. I, I, everyone points out that like Batman's grand entrance, you know, you've eaten well at at uh, at Falcone's party. Yeah, but like I love I love Flash's story. You know, after he gets after after Commissioner Gordon or, oh, yeah. or I guess Lieutenant Gordon kicks his ass, <laughs> and then Flash has to make up, and he knows he does. He's like Flash won't admit it. He'll come up with something with six or and you know he's like eight or tax eight tackers. And, <laughs> And then he's yeah. just like, he's not you. And that, yeah. that's hilarious in the in the movie, how it's delivered. I think that's a part where it's like it's delivered. I hear it in the like, – I can hear it in my head when I'm reading it of like – and it's funny of kind of how he is. But whoever the voice actor was in the movie that sure, said it, I think he delivered no, but, it really Yeah, well. like everyone in that movie was great. Brian Cranston was a fantastic Gordon. You know, it just – Ben McKenzie, as he does with anything Batman, ruins it. <laughs> yeah, he's – I mean after – Obviously, Kevin Conroy doing it. Uh, Troy Baker has voiced Batman. Bruce Greenwood's Greenwood. voiced Batman. Really and like all like of them have done a like great I was listening, job. I was watching Under the Red Hood earlier mm-hmm. as well, which was like it's it's. Oh, I love that one too. Um, Greenwood's a very underrated Batman. He was in Gaslight as well. It's, yeah, and then Mackenzie does. He just seems so like boring. He just, he does just kind of seem flat. And maybe they went with him because they wanted like a younger voice too, but. He's a little flat. But when Batman crashes in on the dinner party, I don't understand. And this is how, you know, (laughs) a nerd is on the back of the Batman year one case. They quote it from this scene. 
the last line when it says, from this moment on, none of you are safe. The back of the case says, from this moment on, none of you is safe. And I remember buying it and I'm like, a little bit of a grammar Nazi and in in English, in reading, I'm like, that, that's not right. That's not, that just doesn't sound right. None of you is safe. And then in rereading, I'm like, that's not even I'm the right quote. Really like, who's in charge of this? And in the movie, they say, none of you are safe. It's the smallest freaking detail, but it drives me nuts every time. Wow. It's the end of my rants for any of this, I think. This is great. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's I pathetic. But I don't care. It, it, it It's annoying. It's annoying. And now everybody, you can go grab your Blu-ray case. I own it digitally. And be like, you know well, what? I never I thought of that. That's not correct English. <laughs> so... Well, then there so you go. I actually it's, don't have that issue. You can avoid it. But it exists. No. You would. Let's just say that you would if you had. Also, like, break. it's like, I love how Essen's the only one with brains in year one. Like, she's like, Bruce Wayne's Batman. He's got the money. You know, she's she's figured it out. Mm-hmm. Gordon doesn't know it because he's out of town, you know. And then he pulls mm-hmm. off, like, the greatest acting job in the world. Like, Bruce Wayne being drunk with that actress is – Really great, and the equivalent yeah. to Bruce Wayne being drunk at the birthday party and begins. You know, like it's that it's that moment. That's you what know, I like, thought. Like he, in, but in year one, he's saving himself. How but they it, expanded he begins, upon that. He's saving others because he's like, all right, if you, let's get rid of them before you start burning everything. Like it's un, it's uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable to watch and begins, but like it served its purpose well, and it was uncomfortable because it was like this like. Ah, it's it's delivered so well, yeah. and that's why it's uncomfortable. And it's funny how that can spawn from this little scene in this comic, in which they kind of in comics going forward. I feel like a lot of it. He's they know they don't have Bruce Wayne in that uh, like in that mode. You know, even the Long Halloween, it's like Bruce is taking a stand to against Falcone and he's a you know he's no. a good citizen he doesn't really and stuff play like that in the public image public eye no and that was introduced here and I thought it was just like it worked so well I'm glad that I didn't read it in like every single comic because of course I want him to act like the hero that he actually is but it, it's a good mm. way to throw him off the scent but I think that you're right and like Essence on it right away so but it takes Gordon forever to to act on it and then he finally does to backtrack just a little bit, the the first night, which I don't know if you thought of this right away, because I don't know how many times I'd read Year One by the time that Begins came out, because I mean that's a with a a strength of it being so kind of simple and kind of short is that it's one of the Batman books yeah. I've read the most because I could just sit down and read it like now. in one sitting. It's actually under now, I think it's like fifty six uh, minutes. It's just quick all around. It's, it's just yeah. it barely clears. Yeah, it's 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 fast all around. But when he's trapped in that warehouse and his escape and calling the bats to help him escape, like when I, I saw that and begins with him breaking out of Arkham, yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, it's, like, it's your one." <laughs> Maybe like the third or fourth time at that point. Realize, that was, it's your one. I'll call back up. It's like, what is he talking about? And then like, you just, it's really quick. He touches his heel. The thing turns red and you're like, you know exactly what it is. And it's, it's crazy to see. And then mm-hmm. it's cool because <laughs> it gets you to like arguably the best Batmobile chase scene ever. 
in live action, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's where they took a piece of Batman history from year one. They took it, they adapted it perfectly and then they expanded upon it up by themselves. And that's like the best part about it is like th- from that moment from year one, we got a whole new moment in begins. And that's, what's really cool. Mm-hmm. Cause it's cool watching him like exit the bats. Yeah. And, you know, Loeb's got the sniper and he's trying to shoot him, but it's <laughs> flying on rooftops, a black tank like that. It's, I mean, you, d- dude, you live out there. You, you live on lower Wacker drive. Like that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be pissed if I was in living in He's one of those buildings. But you know, otherwise, like, yeah, <laughs> it's so great. Otherwise, yeah, go get the bad guy. Get the bad guy. <laughs> it's like the one he, he's like. At least tell me what it looks like, and then just boom. You know, <laughs> it's great. It's great. Never, never mind. Never mind. So where do we go from here in the story? So he makes his grand escape and. The Gordons go and meet Bruce Wayne, who was in a skiing accident. Uh, we kind of get – well, we get sprinkled where he gets skeevers, and then it's the the Gordons at Wayne Manor. And it's kind of like Gordon's – he's kind of tightening a grip a little bit on exposing the corruption and cracking down on the corrupt police force. And, and then we kind of get a cool – he is. And then he pops up actually. I think it's in a – I think it's later in like Dark Victory. He pops up for a, a quick moment or two. I, I can't wait. Skeevers, that is. It's, it's pretty good. It. No. I, in case you forgot. <laughs> I, I read a lot. But then we also get introduced to yes. Balcony's penthouse where Batman expands his wings in a uh, breakthrough in technology. On his on his his back wings, his original back wings. I don't think they actually showed that scene at all but, in the I mean, animated movie. Now that you mention it, I don't ever remember seeing the glider. I don't either. I know I just rewatched it probably mm-hmm. like a week or so ago. But I mean, as I get older, a week is much longer than a week, and so I've kind of forgotten specifically. But I mean, it, it, we get it's more so Catwoman infiltrating than than Batman himself and she leaves her cat well, her mark whole on motivation Falcone. about this whole crime that she's about to commit is that someone's giving Batman credit for something she did you know so she, <laughs> so her yeah. motives are all skewed she wants to make a scene and she wants to make her name in the underground but they're giving it to Batman she can't have that so she wants to leave a scar yeah she leaves a scar because like, they can't confuse that but then I think the TV says something about Batman's so Catwoman is the original Robin. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She's the first assistant to the Dark Knight. Uh, and then that, that basically leads to the, the grand finale of basically Gordon. He gets he has to leave his apartment because he gets called in. And then the bad guys take Barbara and, the, and little James – there's a little bit of a shootout, and then it's high-flying action, and then Barbara's going to shoot Bruce Wayne, but his face is hidden, and he says, I won't let you oh, die. So and then he takes off on a, on a bicycle and pedals his way just in time for the big... And it's the big jump. The big... Uh, and this whole like, sequence is perfectly yeah, translated big, from page to animation in the movie. Like It's one of the better parts. Yeah, which that part I do remember that's different of I think Bruce just flat out runs 
on top of buildings and on top of the vehicles. He doesn't pedal on a bike to catch up to fast forward. I'm doing it. I'm doing fast forward TV, baby, whichever way, but in the midst, like, so it's a Johnny, Johnny VD a few months before his death. Spoiler. uh, Who's the, it's all connected. The one that takes little, little James. (laughs) It is. Uh, It takes little James and fights Gordon on the bridge. And then they all go tumbling over. But then the mysterious figure jumps over to and you saves are the baby. Jumping off rooftops. And Gordon has Spider-Man like. Okay. He's See, jumping off rooftops. Connected. It's all connected. <laughs> it's all connected. And Gordon says, you know, I'm practically oh, blind about so my glasses. Sirens coming. You'd better go. And that to me is just like he's accepted at this point of just like, you know, Batman, we're on the, like we're seeking the same goal. We're fighting the same fight. Uh, I, I just take it as he's good with this now. And we wrap things up of basically Flash selling out Loeb and the Romans. He said he's yeah, at war with his sister, which it's immediately where Long Halloween picks up. And then someone's oh, poisoned God, the water hole. The greatest ending. And wonderful translation. Of life. Mm-hmm. I just oh, hear one. So many great moments in the book. We didn't even mention, and it, I think it was just, it was not, not many panels, but Harvey Dent pops <laughs> up in this. Yes. A young district attorney. And I love the fact of the and so Gordon, I think I think the first time we see Dent is Gordon shows yes. up at his office question. and is kind of just kind of just ask I think yeah, questioning him of like where were you this time and this this time and yada yada. But then we see another panel where Gordon's at his office and then Batman's actually underneath the desk and Gordon leaves and Dent's yes. like, Hey, you can come out now, which I think something about that is just, is really it's cool. So Batman. And like, like I said earlier, I mentioned this and I was like, it's cooler in the animated movie. Cause he's, he's outside the window. He's like scaling the building and that's even yeah. more Batman. So again, it's yep. like <laughs> the same story has spawned off into something else. And that just, it's just the staying power and how true it is. It just, it reeks out of these four pa- mm-hmm. out of these four issues the core of what Batman is the movie version of him at the window that instantly made me think and still makes me think of the animated yeah. series because mm-hmm. that was usually mm-hmm. how he came yeah. in and out of Gordon's office was through yeah. that that window but yeah so Dent we just get a little little Dent sprinkled in which obviously his story is soon to be told is, uh, spread out sprawled out and told yeah but then yeah the the, the calls himself the Joker I have a friend <sighs> Coming, who might be able to help, should be here any minute. And then and that's, you turn that's, the page. I mean, who doesn't love Batman and Gordon together? And unfortunately, so I think the obvious where has year one showed up the most? Has it influenced any movie aside from the animated movie? And I think it's like it'd be obvious to anybody to say uh, there's a Batman lot of Begins. influence of year one and Batman begins, but there's not, it's not like the long Halloween where there's a lot of long Halloween in the dark night, you know, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of influence of what, be, it, and it's like, nothing says it better than the heel scene in Arkham. It's like they took something existing from the book and expanded on it in such a great way that it, it stands on its own. And that's, what's so impressive about it. Yep. And the, the using, Using Falcone, who obviously has a bigger play in the Long Halloween than Year One, but he was introduced, and you kind of could feel his grip on the city in Year One, and they used that for Begins. But I, I'm I'm pissed 
I wasn't good at avoiding spoilers. And so I was soaking up anything I could. And the ending was spoiling for me. Yeah. On this year one uh, card, the Joker, blah, 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 whatever that it's just like in year one and teasing the Joker sort of deal. And I was like, yeah, I remember reading it and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Awesome. And then I saw it in the movie and I was like, Oh, that's awesome. It would have been so much cooler if I didn't know it was happening. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think – I'm trying to think. The only – the first time a comic was ever spoiled for me was Captain America like 704 when they they killed him around like the Civil War time or after Civil War. So that was the first time a comic got spoiled for me. So I I know how you feel. Oh, I meant Batman Begins spoiled for me. Yeah. That is, is because there's something that had said uh, script leaks read it? and read it? it said some things in because I was an it? idiot. I was an idiot. And it was like, I think that was the movie that put me at like very spoiler conscious online because also Ducard being Roz oh, was in it too and spoiled. It, so yeah, like two, some big things in there were spoiled. And I think, and I still, even though knowing that was happening, I still loved the freaking movie. But I think that told me too of like, yeah, tread lightly on this whole internet thing. I'm sure it's just a fad. It's going to go away on this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> It'd be a phone conversation, but just between oh, you and me, and then that's it. Which hey, oh, I'm geez. fine with doing that. We can do that. Oh jeez. So, since you watched the animated movie recently, and we've touched on some light things, this was probably out of all these DC animated uh, movies translated, this is possibly the the version that is the most similar, like lifted directly say- from the page onto the screen, which I remember seeing, I remember seeing a lot of almost just like, a, it got a lot of I want- some negative feedback yeah. for that. And I kind of thought if it was touched in different in any way, it wouldn't please um, everybody. I want to say though. that it's tied for the Dark Knight Returns for like the the most faithful to the book. Like they're pretty much page for page. Yeah. Um, but the Dark Knight Returns seems to be way yeah. more beloved than this animated yeah. movie of, of year one. And I think that has a lot to do with the voice of who is Batman and Bruce Wayne. And uh, again – Ben McKenzie falls flat here. Like I'm, just, I don't want to pick on him, but he does. He is easily the worst thing about the movie, and his, you know, sometimes it, sometimes it subtly works, and sometimes it just doesn't. But Year One is so faithful to the the sort of. I mean, just there's slight things like <laughs> Wayne fly. I think Wayne enters the city first. Like they show Wayne on the plane first, and then Gordon. There's certain things that are flip flopped, and there's certain things they change for their own context. But it's so faithful. Like it's, uh-huh. <laughs> I was talking to a buddy of mine not too long ago, and he's just saying like the, the 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 movie falls so flat for me, can't get into it, and I just don't understand why because it's so true. So it's it's hard for me because I, I look at it and I just see a, a really well done representation of what Batman Year One is. It's like they didn't try to change the story. It's not like Hush, where like what, and I liked Hush. Like Hush changed a lot. Like Hush is different. It's totally different. Right, like you have you watched? Talk? I don't know. I, yeah. I don't remember if I talked to you about yep. it. Yep. So, <laughs> yes, I have. Sorry. But Hush is very different from the book. It is. No, you're good. It's very similar, but it's very different. Mm-hmm. This is just this is very. This is it. This is what year it's one got is. It. 
So it's weird. It's definitely not mm-hmm. beloved. The anime movie is definitely not yeah. beloved. No, I mean, I really like it because, in a sense, kind of like the the book itself. It's it's simple. It's it's a small time commitment. Um, it ha- it lays the essence of of the characters, some of the main main players, and I think yeah, like Brian Cranston oh, does a good job Gordon. voicing Gordon. Gordon. Mackenzie falls Gordon. flat, but Mackenzie falls flat, but it doesn't make me like uh like in any way. I'm just kind of like I mean I think that overall just it could be a better performance. Everyone and that's around kind of him is really I great. Otherwise, though. I enjoy so everything else about it. And it's he's fun. got a, he's got a really good group around yeah. him, and that makes up for it, and they the can ca- tolerate it because everything about it is so great. Other than he's he's the he's the weak link, but the movie itself is fantastic. It really is. Like, can, can we start a, a hashtag and have Bruce Green and have Greenwood just dub over McKenzie's phone? Can we do that? <laughs> hey, Bruce. So here's the thing. Um, we can't pay you for it, Release but we Greenwood need you to go cut. ahead and do this for us fans because I know you're busy filming The Resident. Please but. do. Could you do us a favor? <laughs> please, please, sir. Uh, w- do you have? Let's go with a a favorite part. I think we we covered a little bit earlier on favorite parts, but like a favorite panel. Um, so this could be more in line to Mazzucchelli's art instead of just it's, like a oh this scene thing. or yeah. Anything um, again, that stands I out back to you when you think you're one. And the scenes where Selena's like, "This isn't Vice. We're all paid up," and it's just the pink and the dark it's like it's almost very sin city with me how, with how like it's just kind of like two colors and that's like i always thought that was beautiful just mm-hmm. just looking at that so that's probably like my favorite scene panel in the if i were to buy original artwork from batman year one that's the page i would buy hmm. and that's what you know and, but also like from cool. the book like the glider scene is really cool i think that that old town panel panels the page and stuff something about it with the coloring and some of like the faces drawn and stuff make me think of a i don't know if i'm gonna mispronounce his okay. name mitch garrards yeah who did a lot of okay. work for tom king's batman run yes yeah i think mr miracle uh yeah something about it Those maybe it, maybe it is the coloring but it's, in the book because the rest of the know. book is very blue and black and dark but here it's very it's very sh- almost schumacher you know it looks bright and neon and it's vegas mm. or atlantic city like there's flashing lights there's girls there's you know there's crazy stuff going on there and it's just it's grimy mm-hmm. it's the this is <laughs> i guess this would be the narrows the narrows would take some inspiration from this four pages i think nolan and company took a little bit of this as inspiration for dark knight rises yes when we yes. see yes. selena when she's walking uh mm-hmm. that night that's instantly what i think of is mm-hmm. oh that's that's old yeah. town yeah. for from year one yeah. probably if, if i had to get a single page of art i would get the image of ladies gentlemen you've eaten well I just I love that image of it's Bruce so in the hole in the in the the mansion that he just blew and yeah his eyes just glowing and like the smoke and and stuff like that to me it's kind of like ah oh, man that's that's Batman to me and visually picturing so if somebody says year one 
That's also, the image I think of right away. Oh, as I'm flipping through so the many book good right ones now, I just came across one that I probably wouldn't think of is when Flass is telling a story and he talks about how the gunman shot through the cape and it went right through him. And then that's half the page. And underneath that is right before the scene you're speaking of, but he's disarming the armed guards in the cars. You know, and that's very Batman. He's like, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like a video game. Oh, yeah. You got to take out like the level you got to sneak around kind of like resident <laughs> evil before you get to the main zombie or something like that like ryan's gonna be like this is a horrible video game reference what's wrong with you i can't believe it i'm <laughs> between that and crystal going out of business this is the worst thing ever <laughs> this is the worst week that i've experienced ever 2020 sucks but i mean i think it's a pretty good pretty good analogy and pretty that good there seems but great you're true. right take I mean, out the so man with the gun and the artworks, it's just gray and black. Like there's again, it's it's a lot of the book is like that, but it's just the simplicity of begins. I mean of year one. I'm calling it begins. The simplicity. <laughs> Batman, year begins. It's perfect. Batman begins year one. I don't know. Combine the name somehow. Would there be anything that no, you changed? Nothing. Nothing at all. I love it. I love it from start to finish. I mean, I love how he saves the cat too when Brandon's going crazy and he's trying to kill people or kill him. You know, it's just, it's like, it's such a wonderful representation. I mean, you get bat, you, you get every aspect of Batman from drunken playboy to a Batman without his utility belt to the beginning of Batman and Gordon, just, just his no, his nobility and his honor, how he's going to try, how someone's going to hit him in the head with a VCR, but he's going to hold his buddy's leg. As you know, you mentioned that earlier, uh, just relationship with his parents. It's just everything, everything about it. It's so perfect. It's so Batman. It just is. It, I, you, it's the greatest Batman story ever told. It really is. Come on, you have to admit whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, easy there. I don't know. I, I come so with some good. bias because uh, the next episode is going to be talking about my favorite Batman story. So, um, which just so happens to be the sequel <laughs> it's to this one. Company. It is. I mean, they're this with the long Halloween and dark victory are just such a, a good, it's almost like a, the dark Knight trilogy of, except we get a comics. real Robin. Ooh, take that. Richie. Yeah. Take hey, that. Richie. Well, eh, hey, I like, I like John, John Blake too. I like I John. Think he's a Robin. <laughs> hmm. That's his name. That's his real name. Okay. I like it. Uh, I'd almost say as much as though I even said, I didn't like the, the S and kissing stuff. It also like, it's used as it's yeah, kind of a, right? a plot device too, though, because it, it's used as the uh, the blackmail that Loeb uses, and like it's not like it just happened and then it then it's not addressed again. It's like it's a conflict with Gordon for you know the rest of the story with his with his marriage and then well with his personal life and eventually becomes with his professional and not just because it's with the detective it's because Loeb now has pictures and can blackmail and all that stuff and and what happens once Gordon admits to that well Loeb doesn't have that blackmail anymore and so they crank it up a notch which is the whole the final the final scene of Go take his oh, his kid and his wife. Thanks. We don't have anything else oh, to get him. Also, with, so. subtle thing. Like I'm flipping through right now, and <laughs> you know how Bale's always doing push-ups and begins. Well, in here he's doing one on push-ups. Yeah. So again, it's just pulled right from the page. <laughs> like I'm just, I'm, it's great. Except 
he was he was wearing pants and begins. He's wearing boxers. Here, he's just like, nah, Alfred, I'm doing my push-ups in my underpants. <laughs> yeah, which is how we all should work out. Maybe that's the secret. That's why we don't have Bruce Wayne bodies because we don't work out in exactly boxers it. and tennis shoes. Well, while a forty-year-old, a guy forty years my age watches. Yeah, whatever but, works for you. I mean, Bruce whatever. He he, ch- hey, oh, changed geez. his diapers as a youngin. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh Alfred. And so I mean that kind of wraps it on Batman Year One. Are there any other? As we as we wrap this thing up, is there anything else you'd like to say on speak your piece on year one, in which we'll probably say goodbye, and then you'll be like, "There's so many more this, things to say that. about Batman Year One. We haven't even really covered it all, you know. It, it, it's well because it's, it's just it's, it really is like such a defining moment in the history of the character. And it's just it's so great in how it's influenced so many people down the line, as even in sequel form of like Long Halloween and Dark Victory. To just, you know, help in, inspire the Dark Knight trilogy. I mean, it's just so great. There's not enough good things you can say about it, really. It's it perfectly sums up why I love the character. He's just so interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I didn't even mention. I keep alluding to the sequel being the Long Halloween, in which actually there was a sequel called Batman so- Year Two. The often forgotten yeah, the Reaper. Batman Year I Two. Mean, I'm not a huge Reaper fan, mm-hmm. but Year Two is very interesting too. You had some McFarlane stuff. It would look it looked different too. That it's weird. I don't really consider Year Two a sequel. I feel like it's yeah. I don't, I don't either. Like I think it's a case of like they tried, and then it was just kind of like received like okay. So they it's, didn't really push it like on being No Man's Land a sequel to Year One because it happens at the same timeline. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of just another yeah. story, yeah. in the continuity of. But I don't know. I consider it, way more. I mean, maybe cover. I need to re. I need to reread that because it's been a while since I've read that. But I know that I'm kind of like that's kind of how I I read it. Is like it's a Batman story from the 80s. And it's almost like they – I remember towards the beginning is like Gordon's being interviewed on TV and he – just something with that seems very like referring to year one. And then it kind of just veers into its own thing and it's just like, eh. <laughs> I mean and then the Long Halloween came oh, out. Man, it's like, no, this Halloween is the sequel. Like what? I was – I'm actually able – I own all these in, in uh, first printings. I've been able to collect them from year one. Long Halloween and Dark Victory. And it's just so much fun. It's like to have these actual copies, like having a trade because you can read it, but having the actual mm-hmm. copies so awesome, you know, even though you don't open it, <laughs> but to have it is so great. I think I'm missing like three or four of the Long Halloween because that one, when I determined that that's my favorite, I'd had the first issue mm-hmm. uh, for quite a while. And I was like, I should just track down the others. And there was a comic shop near me that I would just go and one by hunting. one get each hunting. issue because they had them all and then i just kind of stopped and forgot about it and now i always forget you which ones i have and which ones i don't because i never go to the long box and pull them out you gotta catalog your books oh shame on me i know what, a, what kind of fan am i why am i talking batman comics i don't know i don't know what to talk about <laughs> uh, actually, uh, my Batman card is stored in my wallet, and you cannot get it. And I'm so cutting it up. There you go. Snip, snip. Podcast canceled. 
Have fun being an Iron Man <laughs> fan, dude. Oh, goodness. Oh, Iron Man it. sucks. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you kind of you summed it up, too, like my feelings on it. I, I reread it a lot. Um, there's some space in between to where I don't have it fully memorized, but yet I kind of do. Uh, it's just, I, I love the arts. Um, it's going to be when I do finally get that absolute edition and can read it with the original coloring, that's going to be, you know, that's going to be new. It's kind of like when the, the killing joke absolute edition was out, they included the new, the new coloring as I the, didn't know this was a thing. The, the beginning. I mean, killing joke did it right. Because they included both versions in the same book, but the newly colored version first, some little stuff in between, and then the original colored version with the newspaper paper in the back. And that's how the absolute year one should have been. But when I reread that one, the first trade I had of that was the original coloring. Then I got a a different version that had the new coloring and then it's fun now in one book itself to go back and forth and look. And so when I finally get that for year one, it's going to be it's going to be fun for a story that you've read so many times to reread it. And it's not going to be like reading it for the first time, but it's just it's going to be something totally new. It is going to be a new experience in reading a classic book. So I look forward to I look forward to that day, but it's also a story that I just look forward to rereading every time that I do, even though nothing's going to change. The story is the same that it's been for 23 years now. Um, it's There's a reason that it's so highly regarded and highly respected. It just it gets better every time. And every I time I read it, it gets better. Yeah. It, timeless. I think that's – I'll say that it's a timeless story that I think will always – I think it will always be the definitive – origin of batman it's such a it's such a wonderful wonderful story about a just an amazing character <laughs> it really is and it's just it's something that mm-hmm. it's such a great starting point for someone who even wants to start like if you like someone's like hey like what should i read like i wouldn't say hush i wouldn't say long halloween i wouldn't give them something that's a commitment i would give them year one because like you said it's it's quick it's easy it gets right to the point and it, it's, you know, it's the essence of the character. And that's what's so great about it is just it's so perfect. It sums everything up. Everything, everywhere the characters are about to yep, go. Yep, I think that's a good point, you too. Say, no. You know, you get it from your one, from the gadgets to the relationships, just to his mission. Everything comes from your one. Yep. I think this would be if somebody's going to gonna read Batman comics, this would be, I think, the first one just to get that origin yeah. built and then go from there. So. It is a good one. So, hey, that's Batman Year One. Broken down and highly praised by Peter Vera and pleasure. Ryan Lauer. So it's, it's, it's just good to, you know. It was a pleasure. We text a lot. We don't talk a lot. So to do this and on your show, um, good luck with the show. It's, it's going to be a good one. I can't wait to follow it along. I really am. I can't wait to. It's just, Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. And uh, you're welcome back anytime to cover – Anything at all, anything you want to talk about, because that's the whole point. The whole point is let's talk Batman comics, and if it's just you and me downloading it and listening cool. to it, let me that's fine. Because I yeah, just got, I want to talk about Batman comics, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. So, hey, actually, I mean, you know what? Let's book it. Uh, I'm going to kick Eric Holzman off the next episode. Oh, you geez. and I will talk long well, Halloween. I think we can always do long – I'll do the next long Halloween. I'll do the next <laughs> long Halloween next year. <laughs> yeah. Next year? Well, we'll just come back every single year. All right. So what did you pick up new this time – this reading than last year when you read it? <laughs> I like that. Okay. The long Halloween version oh, two. Geez. <laughs> so as – as I sign off, Peter Vera, uh, uh, plug anything. Follow me on Twitter. Anything at all. On Instagram, at Pete Illustrated on both platforms. Uh, I review Detective Comics every time it's released. I forget if it's uh, twice a month or once a month now, but uh, I'm doing that over at Batman. I thought it was supposed to go it once is, a I, month, but yet January was a two-issue month. It was taking effect, so uh, I can't remember. I'm so busy. Yeah. I'm so like. <laughs> Like I'm sending these reviews at like one in the morning, but I'm getting them in. Um, uh, you are, and they're on the site. And I, I really liked uh, the one the one week that we both had reviews put up on Batman on film, and we both used we did, baseball last analogies last week. We did. We sure did. It was we it was it was wonderful. Insane. I was I was we charmed by insane. it. <laughs> do you think Do you think that we're we're ready, ready for baseball season? Very ready for is that maybe what season. it is? <laughs> I'm excited. So, all right. So there's your Twitter. Um, you're on it. You're you're posting pictures of your your singles, oh, your single issues uh, pulled out of the long box. They do. So exist. they do exist. They do exist. I see them and I like them, and everybody else should Agreed. see them and like Agreed. them too. And so, all right. Well, thanks, pal. And once again, if you want to follow the batman book club on twitter it's at the batman bc and you can also email like i said at the top of the show for questions comments reviews recommendations or anything batman at all and that is the batman bc at gmail.com so for pete i'm your host ryan lauer and next episode we'll be covering the long halloween